A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Alaska, a vast remote wilderness twice the size of Texas. You could walk for a year without seeing another person. In one of the most mysterious corners of the globe. Everything in your being is telling you to get the hell out of there. This is a place hundreds of times more deadly than the Bermuda Triangle. Oh my God. Stories of alien abductions. That was definitely something not from this world. The paranormal, vanishing airplanes, and strange beasts. Bigfoot could be anywhere in Alaska hiding out. Have haunted those who dare set foot here. Who's that? Now I feel like something's after me. In the last 30 years, 16,000 people have disappeared without a trace. In the vastness of this country, it's easy to be swallowed up in it. Witnesses tell us their shocking stories. I was horrified. And we've gathered some of the world's leading experts in their field. I wanted to go out and get the evidence myself and say, this is real. This stuff exists. To try and unlock the mystery of the Alaska Triangle. The Alaska Triangle is home to all manner of paranormal activity. But some of the strangest sights have been up above in the night sky. The interior of Alaska has become renowned for its sightings of UFOs. There's a huge number of UFO sightings in the Alaska Triangle. Clearly, there's something going on here. It's Alaska. Weird things just happen here all the time. I think it's a way bigger thing than anybody has let on. In fact, incredible evidence has now come to light that UFOs are not only in the skies here, but have landed. There's a long history of UFO sightings in Alaska. Across the state, strange unidentified objects are seen in the sky, and increasingly residents want to know what's going on. In April 2020, 
there were suddenly official UFO videos for everyone to see. When, under intense pressure, the Pentagon released previously top-secret footage, filmed by Navy pilots, including this one of a mysterious craft flying at unbelievable speed over the ocean. There was also this video from 2014 of an extraordinary saucer-shaped object in the sky. My gosh. But in the Alaska Triangle, such sightings are nothing new. As far back as 1950, a U.S. Navy pilot based in the southwest of the Triangle recorded a UFO going over 1,800 miles per hour. In fact, per head of population, there have been more UFOs reported in the skies of Alaska than of any other state. In 2020, late one November evening, an extraordinary video was taken. It was shot by a local man traveling along the main highway of the small town of Wasilla. Wes Smith was on his way to the convenience store with his wife when something in the sky caught their eye. We saw two pairs of lights. Each of them were in triangular formation with three lights apiece on the points. The lights were low to the road, but still the couple presumed they were planes. But the closer they got, the less sure they were. You've seen planes and they'll bank, you know, and my mom was a pilot for 20 years. This thing came to a dead standstill and without changing orientation or moving, it just started left. There was no banking. I mean, it was just boom, boom. Just kept moving. It was very strange. Odder still was the fact that these low flying craft were totally silent. Even drones make some noise. It's like everything you've ever been taught is kind of going out the window because how is that possible? How is it not making noise? How did it just move sideways? It was pretty stunning. It was spectacular. I've never seen anything like it. But perhaps the most striking video from 2020 comes from Palmer, just 11 miles from Wasilla. Lifelong resident Michael Dillon was filming the beautiful Alaskan night sky when a strange light suddenly appeared. All of a sudden, there it was, and it just, it just appeared, like right there in the, in the center of the frame. And I saw it with my naked eye as well. It was moving from west to east and then just shot straight up. And at first I was thinking, no, there's no way, it, there's no way. And I, I rolled the camera back and, and I watched it and there it was, right there. The light of an aircraft wouldn't suddenly appear in the middle of the frame. And the subsequent movement is very unusual. So it was very obvious to me at that point that we were not witnessing a, a natural phenomenon. For something to change direction that fast, at that far away, and at that speed, a human body would be liquefied. I mean, there's no way it would be able to, to withstand the G-forces of that. I honestly don't know what it was, but I want to find out. In Vancouver, Canada, Johnny Enoch is a clinical hypnotherapist and extraterrestrial investigator. He's been researching the phenomenon of UFOs in the Alaska Triangle and has been collating some of the more recent videos. 
He's just been sent one from Skagway in the east of the Triangle, filmed in October 2020. This video is astonishing. This is not a star, it's not a satellite, and it's certainly no aircraft. The only option would be a bug up close to the camera, but that's impossible. This is a cold nighttime in Alaska. There's clearly something going on with UFOs in the Alaska Triangle, but what could be drawing them there? It's that crucial question for which Johnny is determined to find an answer. Perhaps the very remoteness of Alaska is itself a factor. In St. Louis, Missouri, another investigation is underway. Debbie Ziegelmeyer is an investigator with MUFON, the mutual UFO network. She thinks the remoteness of Alaska is key. The reason that Alaska is attracting UFOs is because of the vast wilderness of the area. The low population, they can pretty well just pick where they want to go. There's people over here, let's just move over here. I think that's the attraction of Alaska. It's true that few people live outside of the main towns. In fact, in central Alaska, less than 100,000 people live in an area the size of Texas. So the remoteness could be an attraction for the UFOs, but that doesn't explain why they're here or what they're up to. It's the remarkable testimony of one witness deep in the interior of Alaska that could provide an important clue. 100 miles southeast of Fairbanks is the small town of Delta Junction. It's where 41-year-old Rance Lentz has lived his whole life. 30 years ago, early one morning, Rance was setting off for school. It was still dark and very cold. Every day, he walked to the nearest bus stop for the journey into town. As I'm walking up to the bus stop, I just noticed this light through the trees just over the horizon. And I was staring at it, and it was a green, yellow, and red light, three different little lights, and there was a yellow glowing in the middle. And I'm like, this is pretty crazy. And I'm watching it, and the lights are turning around, and it started coming closer and closer and closer. And then that's when I started getting pretty nervous because I started feeling a buzz around me, and the only way to describe it was uh, static electricity. At that point, I started getting real nervous. And that's when it started moving left and right, and up and down really fast. You see a plane go over to the left or to a right, it goes through the air. This was one spot and it was to the next, and then it was up super fast. At that point, I'm really freaked out and it blasted off just out of sight and it was over. It would never occurred to me keep an eye out for aliens or for UFOs. But after that, um, that definitely made me a believer. That was not a human thing. That was definitely, definitely something not from this world. This shocking childhood experience led to a fascination with technology. And Rance went on to become a specialist engineer working at the neighboring military base. It's called Fort Greeley and it's home to top secret military testing. It was there that he found out he wasn't the only one to see a UFO in the area, and the military testing could be the reason. There's definitely more sightings when there's heavy, heavy testing. 
folks on the test see different lights and different things off the horizon. Weapons testing seems to attract the UFOs. Some believe the military knows they're here. For Johnny Enoch, one question jumps out. Could this suggest that there is a tie between the military and the UFOs? There is definitely UFOs, and the military is aware of them. A UFO presence in Alaska that the military is aware of. If this is true, then what other staggering secrets may be waiting to be disclosed? deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of what-ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. To date, there have been over 6,500 reported sightings of UFOs in Alaska more than in any other state. Every year, there are reports of innumerable UFO sightings in the Alaska Triangle. Something is drawing them there. When you bring up the subject of UFOs down south, I'd say about 75% of the time, there's a scoff and a rolling of the eyes and, uh, yeah, okay, you're one of those people. You start talking about that in Alaska, hardly anybody scoffs at you because it's just so prevalent up here. And one of the most active areas for UFOs is right in the middle of the triangle, around Delta Junction and Fort Greeley, home to the U.S. military's cold weather testing operations. 
It's the Arctic testing facility for the military of the United States. For nine years, Rance Lenz worked at Ford Greeley as a highly skilled engineer involved in the testing of the most up-to-date military technology. As a boy, he had a close encounter with a UFO, and he now believes there are those in the military who are aware of their presence. The test commanders, um, you would ask them questions, and it was, yeah, they, you could tell they wanted to say something, but they didn't. It was pretty much, don't talk about it. Let's not talk about that. It seemed like a topic that was not wanting to be talked about. So I just left it at that. Didn't want to jeopardize my job there. One theory is that the UFOs are checking out the latest weapons technology, perhaps even with the cooperation of the military. But Johnny Enoch has unearthed a newspaper article from the 70s that suggests the UFOs visiting Fort Greeley have an interest that goes beyond humankind. Look at this. This is a shocking newspaper article. It's from 1972. In a clearing, 53 mutilated dead caribou were discovered arranged in a circle 50 to 75 yards in diameter. This gruesome discovery took place just a few miles from Fort Greeley. At the time, many believed it was a sign of alien activity. Now, Johnny's investigations have led him to the report of another mutilated animal circle. This time, it's out on the eastern edge of the Alaska Triangle, hundreds of miles from any known military activity. In 1978, another circle of dead animals was found, and these weren't just caribou. This is an extraordinary story. A couple of hikers were out camping in the middle of the wilderness. Early in the morning, one was up before the other. He saw something, and it stopped him in his tracks. He said he had a glimpse of what looked like a typical flying saucer, and had landed in a clearing just walking distance from where they were. The young hiker was a trained pilot and wouldn't have mistaken any known aircraft for a flying saucer. He estimated the mysterious craft was 20 to 30 feet in diameter and had landed about a half a mile away. With some trepidation, they set off hiking down to the spot where they thought the craft had landed. Eventually, when they got to the landing spot, whatever it was had gone. But it was obvious that something had been there. It had left the mark of a perfect circle. But most unusual of all, there were dead animals. Dead animals that were mutilated and scattered in the circumference of the circle. These animals were precisely placed there and cut open, and they were still warm to the touch. There was moose, bear, and caribou. And bizarrely, there was a killer whale that was hundreds of miles from the ocean. A killer whale in the middle of the Alaskan wilderness and with no sign of how it got there. It's strange enough for the other animals to be laid out in this circular pattern, but how on earth does a killer whale end up out there? Something must have carried it out there and put it there, but there was no tracks of anything to be found there, not even the tracks of the animals themselves. It's as if a circular alien craft has carried animals to this deserted spot to conduct biological experiments. But there's other evidence of UFO activity on the ground in Alaska 
that doesn't involve animal experimentation. And it's in a quiet area populated by humans. Debbie Ziegelmeyer of the Mutual UFO Network has been investigating other gruesome examples of this bizarre phenomenon from across the U.S., where mutilations of cattle are not uncommon. I've investigated cattle mutilations since 2011. And the thing about cattle mutilations is the way that the cuts are made, how the animal is left. The incisions tend to be incredibly precise, and often not a drop of blood is spilled. One of the ones that I investigated was a cow that was found on ice. We had an ice storm, and the cow was laying on the ice with the whole side of the face cut out, the udder cut out, and there wasn't a drop of blood on the ice. The blood was gone. So is this something that could be caused by alien beings? Most likely so. There have been federal investigations into these mysterious cattle mutilations, which have confirmed that the blood has been totally drained with no trace of blood left on the ground and no footprints. But it's only in the Alaska Triangle where the animals have been laid out in a precise circle, as if carried by a circular craft. And now, further evidence has come to light of something round and mysterious landing in the triangle. In January 2019, in Haines, on the eastern edge of the Gulf of Alaska, another strange circle was found, this time made up of marks in the snow. It was found by local hunter Tim Ackerman, and he's convinced the marks are of an unknown craft. This is the tracks. Each one of these is the landing legs, four feet across, and there's 12 of them, the same as a clock. It's fresh snow, doesn't lie. We discovered the tracks in the snow. It was probably 30, 35 minutes after sunrise. And the hair went up on the back of my neck, and I knew this was not an ordinary find. I knew we were dealing with something different. The tracks were in a perfect circle. Tim deduced that they could only have been left by some kind of a craft that had landed. The legs of this thing touched down and you could see the melt patterns on the snow, on the ice. I think that they thought all the tracks would be melted before somebody found them. Tim rushed to spray the marks with red paint. He wanted to get accurate measurements and for all the marks to show on his photos. But it was a race before the snow melted. We measured it, it was 32 feet across. It is not anything that I had ever come across and it was pretty obvious that it was not of this world. These photos are truly astonishing. They appear to show indentations in the snow, maybe where the feet of the craft landed. They're in a circle. But what else could have caused them? A drone landing, maybe? But I would say they're too big for a drone. It's not an aircraft, I can tell you that. I can't think of what else could have made them. Like many others who live along this stretch of the Alaskan coast, Tim has seen strange flying objects in the sky. And now here, at last, seem to be physical evidence. But the most incredible find was still to come. Tim believes that this 
is the footprint of an alien. We could actually see vague prints in the snow. For Tim, as an experienced hunter, these tracks were highly distinctive and unique, and not just because of their shape. Everything that walks in the snow, they drag their feet. There's always that forward motion with their feet. But the interesting thing about these tracks was the being or animal, whatever it may be, pulled its feet out identically as they went in. They reversed their foot out and made the next step. There was no snow that was kicked forward or backwards, because I've never seen any tracks like that before anywhere in Alaska. For Tim, these photos are evidence not just of a UFO landing in Alaska, but of an alien walking on the Earth, captured here because of his quick thinking. But these photos need to be put to the test. We're sending them for expert analysis. Meanwhile, having captured on his phone what he thinks is a UFO, Michael Dillon is keen to find more evidence of his own. He's venturing up Lazy Mountain, which overlooks his hometown of Palmer, for a nighttime stakeout, and this time with a high-quality camera. So now we are all set up. We're seeing Palmer down below. The lights are starting to turn on in town. Now we just sit back and wait for it to get dark. It's not long before something catches his eye. Here we go. We got something moving. I just caught it in the, in the eyepiece. Over the course of the night, Michael had several curious sightings. But it's only on reviewing his photos afterwards that the full extent of these sightings is revealed. We're actually able to catch three at the exact same time in multiple frames. Two of them are moving in the same direction, and one is moving perpendicular, and they pretty much cross each other. On the screen, these look like meteors, but they can't be. They're not moving anywhere near fast enough. The two moving in the same direction, about the same light level, but the one that goes across is much brighter. A long exposure on the photos means that the direction of travel of the unidentified objects can easily be seen, especially on the brightest object. You can see the movement through the photos all the way up. We didn't see any blinking. We didn't see any marker lights. Nothing of different colors, which would usually would indicate an aircraft. There's a lot of stuff flying over Alaska right now. This is pretty crazy. But it's not just in the skies that there have been mysterious sightings. We have reports that UFOs have been visiting the Alaska Triangle, but what's even more exciting to me as a researcher is that we also have reports of them landing here. Surprisingly, the claim that this photo shows the markings of a UFO landing may have some ancient evidence to support it. The photo was taken on the eastern coast of the Triangle by local hunter Tim Ackerman, and Tim's now keen to revisit a hidden site in the mountains above the town, one that has special significance to the native community. He knows that on the rock face here are age-old paintings that he thinks could relate to the mysterious marks he found in the snow. There they are right there. These rock paintings are in red ochre. They're thought to depict objects of significance 
as seen by the tribal shaman. It's definitely a fish right there. A fish, no doubt a salmon, the staple food of the area and of central importance to tribal culture. The stick figure right here, you can see the looks like the eyebrows and the two eyes and the face and then the two arms and legs coming down. This is what we would call the spirit helper for the shaman. But it's this that Tim has come to see. It looks like a wheel, but the native people of the Americas didn't have wheeled transport. Tim believes it's the view from below of a UFO, similar to the one that he says landed in the snow. I do believe that that spoked wheel was what the shaman saw, and it's the 12 landing gear that came down in that circle matches what the traction in the snow is, the 12 points. And it's on the ceiling, not on the wall, so it was something that he saw up above. Beside the circle is what Tim calls the flying wing, another mysterious flying craft that has been seen in the skies here. I guess you could say the uh, parts of the story come together and what he was depicting on the rock art. For Tim, this is an ancient depiction of a super-advanced alien craft, perhaps piloted by the same beings that made these footprints. We've sent Tim's photos to internationally renowned hunter and tracker Chuk Rowley. Chuk grew up in the Alaskan wilderness. If these footprints are of this world, then he will be able to identify them. First of all, you have a 32 foot diameter circle with these marks that is made in the snow. And there is no known animal that I'm aware of that would make a circle like this. In addition to this circular indention pattern, there are these tracks we found. Now these tracks are very interesting. I've never seen a track like this in Alaska. I do a lot of hunting and tracking of animals, identifying tracks. I can't explain this. This is a strange track. It's almost star-shaped. It's from a, a flat-footed creature. And to me, it looks like some kind of weird reptilian, I don't know what. An unknown bipedal reptilian with a stride of one and a half feet. So I can't explain it. And the fact that it's next to the circular indention to me is very interesting. Never seen prints like this before. Back in Vancouver, Johnny Enoch is convinced the UFOs are with us here and now, and they're watching us. I think we are a great zoological experiment to them. They're highly fascinated by us. They're, they're checking on us, just like you would check on your pet, seeing how our environment is doing, what we're getting up to. In my opinion, they're doing nothing more than taking samples, exploring the biodiversity, and maybe checking on the flora and fauna. If so, the Alaska Triangle would be the perfect place. But for Michael Dillon, there's more to it than that. He believes that the military's release of the UFO videos in 2020 is a sign not only that the military is in contact with the UFOs, but that something big is being planned. 
and releasing the videos is one step in preparing us. My gosh. It's rotating. The fact that they're doing this leads me to believe that they're getting us ready for something, which would mean they would have to have had some type of intelligence, and the easiest way to get that intelligence would have been by contact. So I think that they're just getting further and further and further to the point where we're going to have something really big happen here in Alaska. Whatever the truth, the evidence is building that there is a UFO presence in the Alaska Triangle. And if they're now visiting us on the ground, then the consequences for all of us could be staggering. But the evidence doesn't end at creatures from outer space. Some believe there are monstrous creatures previously thought long extinct alive in Alaska, such as giant prehistoric bears and even species of dinosaur. Could the Alaska Triangle be some kind of lost world where dinosaurs, other types of giant beasts still exist? If this is going to be anywhere where these are found, surely it must be the Alaska Triangle. I think what we have here are the last remnants of a relic population, and here we have physical evidence of it. It was a dinosaur ran across the highway. The wild animals of Alaska present many known risks, but this is also a land of secret dangers. Bear attacks are a constant cause for concern, and we think of these beasts as apex predators. But some bears of the prehistoric age were almost twice as big, twice as powerful, and capable of doing twice as much damage. The worry for Alaskans is that monsters like this may still be out there. Cliff Barrickman is a cryptozoologist who's been investigating the discovery of a huge bear skull, bigger than any known bear. What we have here is a photograph of a bear skull uncovered in Alaska in 2014. And immediately upon digging it out of the ground, they knew they had something special. This thing made news because it is massive. This monstrous skull was unearthed during an archaeological dig on the outskirts of Utqiagvik at the northern tip of the Alaska Triangle. The skull was an astonishing 16 inches long and an unusually slender and elongated shape. Some of the native groups in this part of Alaska report or describe massive bears, six, eight feet at the shoulder, standing 12, 14, 15 feet tall sometimes. Maybe this skull belongs to one of those bears, one of these truly massive bears that the Inuit tell stories of and they still might be around. As well as giant bears, native tradition tells of all manner of strange animals in the Alaskan wilderness. Bruce Wright is a former professor from the University of Alaska who has a keen interest in undiscovered species. There's all these observations from people out there that go back, as far as we know, thousands of years of other strange animals out there. So as a scientist, it would be really interesting to find a species that's brand new to science, right? I mean, there's still a lot of wild habitat out there. So who knows if we've got some prehistoric animal out there, you know, that would be super exciting. It's possible Bruce's wish may come true. Strange animals have been spotted, including at least one 
straight from the age of dinosaurs. Brian Stoker is a driver and tour guide based in Anchorage. One summer in the late 90s, he was driving some cruise line passengers to their waiting ship. He's never going to forget what he saw that day. For my job, sometimes I'm doing ship transfers from Anchorage to Seward and back. And on this particular day, I was driving a cruise line passengers from Anchorage to Seward. And I see something down in, in the ditch. Brian stopped to have a better look. It appeared to be some sort of bizarre creature, something totally out of the ordinary. Then, as he was watching, it moved right out in front of him. For a moment, their eyes locked. Brian couldn't believe what he was seeing. His eyes get real wide. As it's looking at me, I'm looking at him. And it bolts across the Seward Highway onto the other side. Brian was transfixed, trying to take in what he had just seen. He knew that he had never witnessed anything like this before. And yet, it dawned on him that he did recognize the creature. I said to my passengers, did anybody see that? And they said, what? And I said, I think it was a dinosaur. And they said, what? Yeah, it was a dinosaur ran across the highway. The creature wasn't large, but Brian was sure that it was something prehistoric. It was about three feet tall, tapered face, big eyes, little arms, kind of slenderish runner legs, tail, green. I think it was a velociraptor. A velociraptor is a vicious bipedal carnivore. Hunting in packs, it used its claws to take down and tear into creatures many times bigger. A human wouldn't stand a chance. According to science, it went extinct over 70 million years ago. Much to his surprise, it wasn't long before Brian found out he wasn't the only person to have seen one. A year or two later, I'm giving that tour to a bunch of fifth graders. The teacher says to me, you know, my last time here in Seward, I, I saw the strangest animal. And I said, was it a dinosaur? And she said, kind of. And she and I mutually described this thing. And the velociraptors may not be alone. In 2008, just a few miles from Brian's encounter, a giant flying creature was reported that matched the description of a prehistoric pterodactyl. And off the coast of Alaska, there have been reports of a monstrous sea creature resembling a plesiosaur. If anywhere was to be the real lost world, then explorer Hugh Newman believes that surely it would be the Alaska Triangle. So if prehistoric beasts were going to be anywhere, it would be in Alaska, because there's so few people, such a vast area of unexplored territory, the Alaska Triangle could still be holding on to some of the world's greatest mysteries. Alaska in general is a mysterious place. People take that next level and say a magical place. So could there be a pocket of population of something somewhere in Alaska? Why not? The mysteries of the Alaska Triangle know no bounds. They're not limited by time or space. 
the strange sightings continue. And in the meantime, we can only wonder at what extraordinary events are yet to unfold. <laughs>